You're listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast, conversations between girlfriends who have the knowledge and information to educate and empower you before, during, and after a divorce. We are here to remind you that you're grown and you got this. Well, today we're going to talk about how to find the right lawyer for you. That's a big one because you don't know who's going to really help you until you're really in the process. But there are some things that we can do to really put us in a space of finding the right person for you. First and foremost, you have to know what you're looking for. So before you start Googling, talking to people, researching, I want you to write down some questions. What am I looking for? What is important for me in a professional? What's a non-starter for me? Why do I want to work with the type of person that I think? Why are these things important to start out from? Because they're going to serve as our guideline in our research. I know many women think, I want the most aggressive. They're going to go after my spouse. They're going to be my mouthpiece. But that comes at a cost and not just a financial one. Aggressive lawyers do what you ask them to do, meaning they're going to go all kinds of to the wall at any point in time. And if that's what you want, you better be ready. Because the other side might be just that way too. So you can't say, I really want this process to be amicable, but then hire the most aggressive lawyer in town. Why do you want an aggressive lawyer? What's that about? What purpose does that serve? Now, look, make no mistake. I'm not saying that you should hire somebody that's going to be rolled over. That's not what we want either. But think about What kind of lawyer am I really looking for and why? It's also important to think about what you will and will not tolerate in a relationship. So think about professional relationships. Is it important to you that they communicate with you regularly? And by regularly, I mean on a daily, weekly um, basis. What are you looking for? What are your expectations in terms of the relationship? Are you looking for an attorney who's at a big firm? And if so, what's attracting you to a large firm that may be different than working with a solo practitioner? Write all of these needs, wants, interests down before you even start researching. Do you want male, female? Do you want young, old? Do you want a black lawyer? Do you want a Hispanic lawyer? Do you want a white lawyer? Or do you not care? Write it down. It's really important. And it's so important that it's the one step that people often skip over that is the biggest mistake in their process. You have to know what you want before you start going to search for things. Why? Because then you'll end up with anything. So know what you want before you start the search. So now that we've written down what we want, now we need to move to the next phase, and that's our research. You need to do in-depth research. 
And research can look like a couple of different things. So first, of course, we've got the internet. And the internet is great because nowadays we can type in anybody's name and a bunch of things pop up and that's gonna be really important. But don't just go to their website during your research. See what else comes up as you scroll through your search engine. Are there podcast episodes? Are there Facebook posts? Are there pictures? Who are they associating with? What information is out there about them? Another great resource is the Attorney Disciplinary Commission. Every state has a commission that lists out attorneys who have been disciplined. Go and find that information. Research. Is this someone who is constantly being called to task by the commission because of their behavior? Stay clear of those people, even if they were referred by your best friend. It's not worth it. So when you're doing your research, don't just start at the website. The website's great, but as with anything, the website's only going to show you one side of the picture. See who they're associating with, see what organizations they're a part of, listen to a podcast or a video that might involve or engage with them. Another great tool to use is certainly LinkedIn. See if they have a LinkedIn profile, if they're on social media, if they are on some type of um, board that puts out information, check out what they have out there about themselves. We also know that our friends and family members and colleagues are a great resource for finding a lawyer. But here's the secret. Consider the source. If you know that your girlfriend puts up with all kind of nonsense, her referral may not be the one for you. If you know that your cousin is type A, very organized, and is providing a referral source for an attorney, maybe that's somebody to check into. So consider the source when you are asking for a referral. And don't just ask for the referral of the attorney that your friend worked with. Find out who their ex-spouse worked with. What information is out there about them? Sometimes clients want to focus in on, well, you worked with my friend and therefore I think you'll be great for me. And sometimes that's true. But don't discount what opposing counsel might be involved in your case. And so look into them as well. If your spouse has already notified you that they are gonna be working with someone, do the research about them as well. And when you're interviewing lawyers, you're gonna to wanna to ask what experience and exposure your soon-to-be or potential lawyer has with your spouse's counsel. All right, so let's get real here about money. We all want the best in all ways. We do. We'd be lying if we say otherwise. But we can't afford everything all the time. Let me say that again. We can't afford everything all the time. Don't cut off your nose to spite your face. Don't hire the most expensive lawyer 
thinking that that is going to get you the best result. We have to be very intentional about the cost and what we are doing in terms of hiring lawyers as a part of this process. The divorce process gets expensive very quickly. You need to understand the cost and fees associated with the process. So the best thing that you can do before meeting with a lawyer is to think about the range. What can I comfortably spend? And then add another five to $10,000 to that. I'm not kidding. It gets expensive really fast. But let's not cheap out either. There's nothing worse than trying to, I want to save money and therefore I'm going to rush this through or I'm going to save money and so I'm going to hire the cheapest lawyer to do one thing and then that's a recipe for disaster. You will end back up in court with all kinds of issues because you didn't want to spend the money to get it done right. So let's think about money as a part of the process as we prepare to finding the right lawyer. What range can I comfortably spend? Many people ask about the retainer and the retainer is the amount of money that you provide upfront to the lawyer to retain their services. That is not the entire cost of your divorce case. Let me say that again. The retainer does not cover your entire divorce. And if it does, that's great, but that's often not the case. So if you are already concerned about a retainer based on what you've been quoted, then make note of that concern for yourself. If a lawyer says to you, my retainer is $10,000, and you are already panicking because you don't have the ability to pay beyond $10,000, when that money is exhausted, then that's not the lawyer for you. There is another very good lawyer somewhere that might have a $2,500 retainer. That's more within your wheelhouse and your budget. So be realistic because here's the thing I can tell you. When you cannot pay the outstanding cost and fees, the lawyer will get out of your case. It is very important that you have the ability to afford your legal representation. Now, for those of you who I know are thinking, well, my spouse will pay for it. Yes, there are laws on the books that allow for one spouse to help cover the legal fees of the other. But that is a legal process. And in many cases, a lawyer will not accept your case on the hope and prayer that the judge is going to somehow award them fees down the road. So you don't bank on that. Try as you can to find a source of funds to work with a lawyer that can fit within your budget. That's really, really important when finding the right lawyer for you. But what's the most important thing when finding the right lawyer for you? Your instincts. How you feel when you meet with this person. 
What is your interactions with them? How did you leave the meeting? Were you overwhelmed, anxious, confused? Or did you feel at ease? Did you feel that they heard you, that they respected you, that they were on time? Those things are important because they clue you in to how they're going to operate throughout the process. Let your instincts be your guide. That's the best way to find the right lawyer for you. I know it sounds cliche, you know it when you feel it, you know, but you do. Everybody isn't for everyone. And that's okay. Finding the right person for you is one part preparation, other part instinct. That's how you find the right lawyer for you. And so that we can make sure that you heard and understood everything that we've talked about today, let's go back over it. First and foremost, we're going to write out what we want. We have to start out by knowing what we want before we start our search. Next, we're going to look into resources. We're going to look into resources and research the lawyers that we are considering. Consider all of the things out there about them. We're then going to consider our referral sources. Take stock of the information that we are receiving. Then money. Money matters. Figuring out our budget, what we can afford before we meet with a lawyer. And last but certainly not least, we are going to follow our instincts. We are going to let that be our guide as to finding the right lawyer for us. Thank you for listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast. Remember, though you may be going through a difficult time, you're grown and you got this. Please be sure to tell your girlfriends about us. Follow us on Instagram at Grown Girl Divorce and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on any new conversations. The conversations on this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to substitute working directly with a lawyer. These episodes are not to be used as a basis to support or defend any legal action and transcripts or recordings of the podcast may not be used for any purpose without the direct written permission of the podcast owner.